Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Uh, in a second, we'll be joined by Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a GOP presidential candidate. Uh, I want to get his reaction to this Durham report that the mob, the media, of course, uh, it's it's beyond sad. When you look at all that has been said here, here's a montage of your media mob reacting to all this. This Bill Barr holdover named John Durham has been working away, but with very few results. And I'm talking about this. I have it right here, actually. Because we're going to get to this tonight. He just released this lengthy final report. It runs about 300 pages. And it's a dud. The only good news is at least his four-year taxpayer-funded boondoggle is over. Four years of nothing. Seems to be a complete dud. Once again, another dud by John Durham. Durham's whole thing is predicated on, it, it's like a rabbit hole conspiracy that suggests that, that the Trump bar paranoia infected his ability to stand back and evaluate whether the probe yielded guilty convictions of people who would have had nothing to do with any of these questions he looked at. Durham is a, is a kind of pathetic character. I, I think federal prosecutors have like a 97% conviction rate. Yeah. He was 0 for 2. He got a plea for a parking ticket. That's it. Four years. I don't know how many millions of dollars. I don't know how many people, how many of his friends he hired in his office to do what? To, to issue a, a, a basically blatantly false report. John Durham, a once highly respected, hard-nosed prosecutor, has twisted himself into a pretzel in an attempt to deliver what he could not deliver. If the goal was to rack up many, many indictments and prove all of this Russia, Russia, Russia stuff, as Trump says, wrong. He's failed miserably. There's nothing there, Sarah. I mean, this is really a rehashing of what the DOJ inspector general found four years ago. This is a a political opinion piece, effectively. This was a whole big nothing. They did not prove this deep state conspiracy because it never existed in the first place. 
All right, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy uh, joins us now. Um, you know, I'm looking at the the wording of all of this. Neither the U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community uh, seem to have uh, possessed any actual evidence in, of collusion in their holdings uh, at the commencement of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Uh, it came from an Australian source. Uh, it goes on to say, FBI Deputy Director McCabe, Director Deputy Assistant Director for counterintelligence, Peter Strzok, to open an investigation without ever having spoken to the person who provided the information, checking their databases, or asking their own experts. The investigation was open based on raw, unanalyzed, uncorroborated intelligence. It ended up coming from Hillary Clinton's campaign. Uh, then they opened up the other four investigations into Trump Associates. Investigators used the phony Hillary Clinton DNC bought and paid for steel russian dossier even though quote they did not and could not corroborate any of the substantive allegations igor danchenko quote source the the subsource for for christopher Steele said it was rumor and speculation and the result of bar talk or casual conversation is what durham said yet the fbi still paid danchenko uh remember they offered uh, corroboration. If if Steele could corroborate this thing, they offered him a million dollars. He couldn't, and then they used all of it as the foundation for not one but four separate FISA warrants uh, that they were able to secure against Carter Page to backdoor into the Trump campaign and presidency. And none of these people, it says on the top of a, a FISA warrant, verified. It was not only not verified; it was unverifiable. Anyway, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy joins us now, sir. How are you? Good, good. You nailed it. This is corruption all the way down. And in some sense, you're being too charitable because you're citing all of these facts, presuming that there were good intentions in the first place. There were no good intentions here. And the problem with our police state, our administrative police state and the FBI in particular, is that the culture has become so rotten that it cannot be reformed from within. The only answer left, I think, is you have to shut it down. That is the only way you rot out, actually, this corruption. And you think about the piling on evidence after evidence. It's not just this instant. I mean, this is an agency that even since the time it was going after Martin Luther King, think about this, 60 years ago, was trying to pressure Martin Luther King and blackmail him into committing suicide. Now it's an agency that goes after Donald Trump in the last election cycle. The only question is who's next? This is not the rule of law in America. We're a country built on the rule of law. And that means you cannot have a federal law enforcement apparatus that views the law itself as a constraint, as an inconvenience. We need to restore law enforcement and federal law enforcement in particular, thinking about the law as its motivation rather than as an inconvenience. And I don't think, Sean, we're going to get there with the existing FBI. I think we have to actually shut it down because the bureaucratic rot runs so deep. That's what we have to think about in terms of solutions. And that's where my head is as I go into potentially assuming the presidency. I couldn't agree with you more. I don't think there's any 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 other option at this particular point in time. You know, the lack of curiosity in terms of the Biden family and the amount of monies that they were receiving as a family and the different family members and the, you know, 20 that we know of, according to James Comer LLCs that was set up. How much money did the Bidens make from China? How much did they make from Russia? How much did they make from Ukraine? How much did they make from Kazakhstan? Um, and yet there's no curiosity at all by the media. And here you have the FBI running wild, you know, with these bizarre 
uh, allegations, three long years, you know, putting the American people through all this. And I, I'm frankly stunned at the complicity of not only the media, but the lack of understanding of the severity and the danger of a dual justice system. Sean, again, you are nailing the facts, and I love it, because people need to be informed on the specifics. I'm sad to say I'm not stunned, because at this point, this has become the norm rather than the exception. And you think about it, where does this come from? That's one of the questions that's worth asking. Part of the problem is when you have a bureaucracy that should not exist, it then finds things to do and takes on a purpose of its own being accountable to no one. So at the local level, you've got police and you've got prosecutors. They don't have an intermediating agency sitting in between them. Well, in the federal government, you have the U.S. Marshals, and then you have the DOJ. The DOJ has its problems. That's separate. But you don't need a separate FBI sitting in the middle of them. Yet when you do, that's when you create a kingdom unto itself that believes and behaves as though it actually rules as a king, determining who does and doesn't get to win elections, who does and does not get to actually govern in this country. Evidence doesn't matter. It's actually going to be their decision of who ultimately gets to govern in the country. And so that's an abandonment of the rule of law. And, and Sean, this is part of a deeper symptom. I know these things may seem disconnected, but I don't think they are disconnected. I think they're deeply connected. When you see the immigrants crossing the southern border by the tens of thousands per day, that, too, is a symptom of a deeper abandonment of a culture of the rule of law in this country. So when you have the federal law enforcement apparatus itself setting an example for the entire nation, saying that they don't care about the law, in fact, they're going to regularly violate the law, and they have no interest in even-handedly enforcing the laws, then why would the rest of the country, or even people outside the country, respect that law either? Hence, you have illegals crossing the southern border. Hence, you have crimes spreading across cities in this country. It's not an accident that these things happen at the same time, Sean. They're a symptom of a deeper abandonment of the rule of law itself. But that starts with when federal law enforcement itself gives up on the law. How can you expect anybody else to follow it? That is what's going on in our country. Let me let me give you another take on this. I, I, in my view, this was not a hoax uh, as much as it was an attempted coup. Uh, an attempt to, you know, you know, destroy the presidency of one man and prevent him from ever getting elected again. And that, to me, has got to be fully understood by people at the end of the day. But this is not the only time in 2016 that the FBI is putting their thumb or, or cinder blocks on the scales of a presidential election. I mean, the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. Uh, they, according to John Solomon, they had authenticated it in the spring of 2020. But yet in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election, you had FBI officials that were meeting weekly with big tech companies, warning them that they may be victims of a misinformation campaign. And it may be about Joe Biden. It may be about Hunter Biden. I use the word pre bunking the Hunter Biden, the very real Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, in the lead up to an election, they knew that story would get out because they knew Rudy had a copy of it. And then on top of that, you have 51 former intel agents. Brennan, apparently, according to Jim Jordan last night, you know, Brennan admitting that uh, it was all political because he gets a note from Mike Morell in 19 minutes. He signs on to the letter and, and Morell says the intent was what to get uh, a talking point for against against Donald Trump in a debate in a couple of days. And they're so quick to jump on board. 
And then the report that active CIA agents were recruiting former intel agents uh, to sign on to this letter to help elect Joe Biden. Um, I think we've got a problem here, and I, I don't see any, any other solution than that, which you have admitted that, you know, we have to start from scratch here. This was the greatest law enforcement agency in the entire world, the premier law enforcement agency in the world. I believed in our intelligence communities as well. I no longer have faith in them. I no longer have faith in them either, Sean. I think no American should because they've given no American the reason to have that faith. It is still the J. Edgar Hoover building in Washington, D.C. that those people walk into every day. And the funny thing is, Sean, if you look over the last 60 years, this is not a partisan issue, right? This shouldn't be, at least. It's not Democrats or Republicans. Everyone loses when the rule of law is abandoned because if they can come for you today, they can come for the other side tomorrow. The same shoe can fit the other foot. But I love the language you use. This is a sort of a bureaucratic coup, a coup of the bureaucracy. That's the best way I've heard it described, because that's effectively what it is, is the managerial class in the administrative police state rejecting the result of the democratic process and deciding that their judgment is actually what should govern instead. And that can happen to the left. It can happen to the right. But the point is, we live in a country where the people decide we the people decide who governs we want the people who we elect to run the government to be the ones who actually run the government not this unelected invisible class that actually runs the show today that is the old world european model the old world europe model of actually cult people behind closed doors deciding the way society runs that's not the way we do things post 1776 on this side of the pond but the problem is we pretend like we live in a constitutional republic and a democracy with three no not anymore it's a post-constitutional america to quote levin all right quick break more with vivek ramaswamy republican candidate uh, for president on the other side 800-941-SEAN our number we'll get to a lot of your calls today as well uh, as we continue hey today more than ever we're all looking for ways to save especially on medical bills but where do you start now, unless you're a medical billing expert finding savings can seem impossible and by the way who has the time now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. 
Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, Without the irreversible consequences of deadly force, enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. 
Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. GOP presidential candidate, businessman, uh, best-selling author, Vivek Ramaswamy is with us. Let me we have two minutes left. You know, I've, I've listened very closely to you, interviewed you now a few times. I know all about your background. I know you were born and raised in Cincinnati in Ohio, the heart and soul of America. Uh, I know that you're an American business leader. You're a best-selling author. You've, uh, you know, very successful uh, business career. But you seem to have come out of nowhere and just said, I'm running for president. Why do you think you can win this? going up against the names that you know you'll be going against. So, Sean, you're right. I'm young. I'm, I'm 37 years old. I'm the first millennial ever to run for U.S. president as a Republican. The question my wife asked me was a good one, which is, aren't you sure you're going to be better at this 20 years from now? That's, that was the main reason we wouldn't have run. But I actually think we need to do it as a young person now to reach the next generation. We have a loss of civic pride, Sean. You know this. In the next generation, very few are even proud to be American. Very few can even answer what it means to be an American. We have a 25% recruitment deficit in our military because young people don't want to serve a country they are taught to hate. I love this country because of what this country has given me. I feel grateful to this country for allowing me to live the full American dream in the way that I have. And I feel a responsibility to pass that on to the next generation, Sean, in a way that I don't think any other candidate on either party right now actually can. I love what Trump did. I was a big Trump fan like you. I voted for him. And and I love, I want to build on that foundation. But I want to pass that on, take it to the next level, and do it for the next generation that we need to reach if we're ever going to have a country left at the end of it. And you bet we will. I believe that our best days are still ahead of us. I'm not doom and gloom. But I think it's not going to happen automatically. I think we as a nation are a little young, actually going through our version of adolescence, figuring out who we're going to be when we grow up. And I do think it's going to take a leader in the next generation of the America First movement to help get us there. That is why I'm in this race. I got to say, I mean, you're very impressive on air. Um, your background's impressive. Uh, I think you are adding a lot to the debate, and I think it's healthy. And uh, we appreciate you coming on, appreciate your thoughts, and we'll have you on radio, we'll have you on TV, and, and give every, like, we'll give every candidate their opportunity to, you know, express themselves to the uh, voting public. And I hope, one thing I do hope is that nobody named Joe Biden is elected again. That would not be good. Or Kamala Harris. Uh, anyway, Vivek Ramaswamy, thank you, sir. Appreciate you being with us. Thank you. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. We'll get to your calls here in a minute. 800 941 if you want to be a part of the program. Look, inflation is strong, out of control, record high. Um, inflation, you know, 40 years high is in many months now. And, of course, then you have the banking uh, crisis, the Biden banking crisis, bailing out billionaires and millionaires. And then you have stock market volatility. Um, so how's your retirement account doing? Look, any good investment advisor will advise you to diversify your investments. That's the same thing from our friends at the Phoenix Capital Group. They say the time to diversify is right now. They recommend high-value U.S. oil and gas investments. Uh, currently, their yields are ranging from 8 to uh, 12% APY that's paid monthly, a better rate of return than a bank or a CD. There's no middleman. And there are both regulation A-plus, regulation D-corp bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, and rates. Uh, they have a $5,000 investment open to all investors and that pays 9% APY. Here's the bottom line. Before you make any investment decision, carefully consider 
and review any and all risks involved. Talk to your own financial advisor, and you can download for free the Phoenix Group's free investor guide. It's on phxonhannity.com. It's phxonhannity.com. And learn how you can diversify investments and earn up to 8 to 12% APY. You'll get Phoenix Group's free investor guide at phxonhannity.com. Now, I've been saying for quite a while that Republicans need to get their act together. My patience is now running thin because I've been saying it now for six straight months. I've said it to people on air and I've said it to people behind the scenes. And that is that if you look at how elections are run, the and I'm talking about I'm not talking about very specific laws or constitutions. If I had my way, we'd have paper ballots. If I had my way, every precinct. Well, first of all, it would be a national holiday, Election Day. If I had my way that, you know, you would limit mail-in ballots to our military, to people that are on the road for business, to the sick, to the infirm, etc. Short of that, everybody votes on Election Day. I would have at every precinct. You have signature verification. You have voter ID. You have chain of custody controls. Uh, you also uh, have updated voter rolls and partisan observers watching the vote counting all day long from start to finish in every precinct in America. And then when the polls close, they watch Well, you, they watch the voting during the day. They watch the vote counting at night. It's not that complicated, but we don't have that system. How is it that Joe Biden can hide in his basement, use COVID as an excuse? He won't have that excuse this time, but he'll hide in his basement again. Uh, and and get as many votes as as Joe Biden got. I can't believe, you know, he got even 10 million Americans to vote for him, to be honest. But that's my opinion. And but you notice this this trend now is is becoming more glaring than ever before. And that's because the Democrats are not running traditional election campaigns. And you can look at the Fetterman campaign. He was in hiding there were close to a million votes before he ever debated Dr. Oz already banked in Pennsylvania for that Senate race. And Katie Hobbs, she never debated Carrie Lake one time, not once, out in Arizona. And what you see is a pattern emerging where you have hundreds of millions of dollars that these campaigns run in negative ads. The candidates, they're not shaking hands. They're not kissing babies. They're not taking selfies. They're not doing press avails. They're not doing town halls. And if they can avoid it like Katie Hobbs, they won't do a single debate. So what are they doing? They're running negative ads and they're doing one other thing in many of these states. Legal ballot harvesting. And the state by state, there's different laws that allow somebody other than the person voting to actually hand in the ballot. And Republicans have not matched that effort. Now, couple that with the mysterious reluctance and resistance that Republicans have towards mail-in balloting and early voting, you've got yourself a prescription that is that lends itself to a disaster for Republicans. Democrats are focused on process, not on ideas, not on not on principles, not on better a better vision for the country. They are focused solely on process, and that is negative ads. Hide as much as you can. Avoid the media. The media mob will, will put you in their media protection program and then do ballot harvesting is at the highest level. And Republicans have not matched that effort. So what I'm telling all of you out there, whether you're a conservative, Republican, however you identify an independent, it doesn't matter. You know, Florida Republicans have not 
rejected voting early and voting by mail. But the rest of the country seems to be doing that. And if you do that, you're going to start Election Day down 100,000, 500,000, a million votes. And you've got to make it up on Election Day. What if it's raining on Election Day in a key swing state, which can happen in November of any year? So, you know, somebody better get their act together. I'm getting pissed off at the RNC. I've discussed it with people there numerous times, and I don't see any effort or urgency to resolve these issues. That's their job. They are to be competitive, and they're not competitive on the process side. Now, the other issue I would say to Republicans is, okay, if you want to nominate somebody that has radical positions on an issue like abortion, I'm talking about abortion politically. There's a big difference in what I personally believe. But if you're talking about politics, you know, a guy like Doug Mastriano, he went up against the Democrat, Alan Shapiro. He was Alan Shapiro was not an incumbent, but he won by the largest percentage of any non-incumbent governor in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania since the 1940s. Why? Because Mastriano, nice guy, met him, interviewed him, uh, did not make exceptions for rape, incest, or the mother's life. And I, I think the general consensus, again, politically in the country, is first trimester, or in the case of Mississippi, 15 weeks. I think that's where the consensus is. You know, Bill Clinton famously saying, you know, it should be rare, but legal. And I think you can add another word, and that would be early. And that's why I think Republicans better get their act together. Otherwise, you get, you know, somebody like John Fetterman. This is him speaking earlier today as your senator. Is, is it staggering? Is it a staggering responsibility that, uh, the, that the head of a bank could literally could literally crash our economy? It's astonishing. That's like if you have I mean, like uh, and, and they also realize is that 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 now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no by, by how you know so it's it's you know isn't it appropriate that the those kinds of this kind of control should be more stricter to prevent this kind of thing from going or should we just go on and start bailing and sailing whoever bank regardless of how how there's their conduct is now look i want to be clear i'm not making fun of john fetterman I, it's it's sad it's tragic what happened to him but he's not qualified to be senator that's for sure and dr oz people say well dr oz was a vet no dr oz was able to get 10 percent double digit ticket switching in pennsylvania people that voted for the democrat for governor would switch to the republican for the senate but it still wasn't enough to overcome the massive deficit at the top of the ticket, which was the governor who had this rigid position on abortion. Anyway, um, you decide. Eight hundred Republicans better get their act together. Uh, Julie is in Arizona. Julie, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean. I just wanted to ask some questions about the Durham report. We got Comey all over it, right? Yeah, well, I mean... Comey's uh, was up to his eyeballs on all of it. Of course, he signed three of the four FISA warrants. Exactly. So forget McCabe, forget Strzok. They're just a couple of buffoons. No, I disagree. I think they were way more involved than you're giving them credit for. The, the report itself is not, does not decide who, who, who gets 
charged and who doesn't. It's just a report. And if the DOJ doesn't pick this up, even with merit in charge, they should be embarrassed. I mean, they, they look like the FBI's lapdog. So they should, be, they should be embarrassed. And I'm hoping that there's somebody gets off their duff and charges these people for an unlawful, unlawful investigation. Look, there's so much that has gone on here that is wrong. There's so much that, you know, at the end of the day, they all get away with it. That's the bottom line. And then, you know, then, then we have 2020 presidential election, frankly, interference. You know, the, this whole idea of pre-bunking the, the Hunter Biden laptop using the FBI was beyond inappropriate. And I think the only answer, the only antidote to this is we've got to start over. You know, the FBI, to me, I, I've said this many times, you know, my all four of my grandparents came from Ireland, including my, my mother's father, uh, whose brother also came, and two of his sons became FBI agents. And one of them passed away. One of them is still alive. And, you know, in my family, they were looked up to as, as the height of success. They were deity, I say, in my family. When they came around, it was like, wow. Uh, you know, it was like everybody was impressed um, because they had made it to this, you know, the presti most prestigious law enforcement agency in the entire world. And it's it's now a shadow of itself. And it's deteriorated because of horrific leadership by James Comey, who had a political agenda. To me, it's very clear and uh, had, was not been held accountable for any of this, nor his deputies and. You know, Christopher Race swears he cleaned it up. He didn't clean anything up. Um, and unfortunately, at that point, the only power Republicans have is the power of the purse, and that's to defund them and to start a new organization with a very set and very clear vision. I'm not against having an FBI. I am against having a politicized FBI. I am against having a weaponized FBI. I'm not against the Department of Justice or an AG, but they've got to have equal justice and equal application of our laws. That's not the America we're living in right now. That's the problem. No. And then and then the FBI can now, you know, all my Democratic friends out there, hey, guess what? The FBI can open an investigation on you without any evidence and even evidence to the contrary of any allegation you may receive and still ruin your life. The poorhouse with legal fees, and harassment. If the DOJ doesn't get on these guys, and I know, I, I, I agree, they need to be dismantled, but it's got to start somewhere. And I'm an eternal optimist, and I, I don't like Merrick Garland. I think he's a weasel. But you know what? At some point, you can knock around this guy, and he's got to wake up, right? Maybe you no, know, I'm telling you right now, he's not going to change. Neither are, the, neither are the institutionalists going to change. The only way you're going to have changes to win an election. That's it. I mean, one party wins, one party loses. Now, because Republicans have control of the House, there are consequences. You know, Joe Biden uh, literally now is looking at a 15-day deadline on the debt ceiling. Republicans did their job, and he thought he would. He thought the Republicans would never unite behind a single bill. They did to raise the debt ceiling. They have fiscal responsibility measures involved in it, including going back to 2022 spending levels, reducing baseline budgeting to a mere 1% a year to control spending. Uh, and they got scored out by the CBO at saving $4.8 over 10 years. They're doing their job. 
Now Joe Biden at the last minute wants to, you know, get together, finally meet after he ignored Kevin McCarthy for 97 days. And somehow he thinks Kevin McCarthy's in a position to make a deal with a, a small caucus. I don't think that's going to happen. I hear what you're saying, uh, Julie. Appreciate the call. It is it is frightening. There's no doubt about it. All right, quick break. We'll come back. More of your calls. 800-941-SEAN. Our number as we roll along on this Tuesday. Sleepy Joe just signed more executive actions in one week than most presidents did in their entire term. So much for democracy. Looks like Joe is the new dictator. Hannity's on right now. All right, let's get back to our busy phones. 800-941-SEAN. Chris in Alabama. Chris, how are you? Glad you called. Howdy, sir. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. What's going on? Well, my thing is I know there's not going to do any type of uh, disciplinary action against anybody involved in this, but is there any way Trump could maybe do a defamation lawsuit or something, something to send some type of word to the Democrat Party and Hillary Clinton and the rest of them that we're not going to stand by and just let this happen. There's going to be some type of consequences. If I was Carter Page or any of the other people impacted by this witch hunt uh, or this, you know, this slander smear was a big lie from the beginning, I think I'd be talking to my attorneys about potential legal action. Absolutely. I would. And I would be going after individuals by name, those that were responsible for specific actions by name. Because I, I do not if they had no evidence to do this, this is what the report is saying. And probably the chief witness ought to be Durham himself and what he found. And then the, the, the individuals involved in all of this. You know, the sad thing is they got away with it. Just like it seems like they're going to get away with pre-bunking the Hunter Biden laptop story. The FBI did in the lead up to the 2020 election. Or the 51, the, the dirty 51, as Miranda Devine calls the 51 former Intel officials that gave that gave Joe Biden a talking point on the Hunter Biden laptop saying, oh, it has the earmarks of uh, a Russian disinformation campaign when none of them knew a single thing about that laptop. There's a lot of corruption here, and it is all designed to impact the result of an election that ought to scare everybody, Democrats and Republicans. Because you know what? The pendulum does swing. And if it's going to happen with one side, I would assume it could happen with the other. Anyway, appreciate the call. I wish I had better news on this, but I'm telling Republicans what they need to do here. Now, Durham is going to testify before Jordan's uh, Judiciary Committee. And then Jordan was very clear with me last night. Follow the money. Anyway, look, uh, you may not know you can train in terms of firearm training at your own house thanks to the Military technology, military-grade technology that's known as Mantis X. All the best shooters in the world do the majority of their training doing dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X firearm training system is no ammo. It's an all-electronic way to practice and prove your shooting accuracy. You attach it to your firearm, and it's that simple. They give you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique. They'll guide you through drills and courses. It's like having your own personal firearms instructor next to you. Uh, 94% of shooters will improve within 20 minutes using the technology of Mantis X. Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, the Army, Special Forces. In other words, you're getting military-grade technology at a very affordable price. 
It'll improve anybody's shooting dramatically. It's a must-have for any gun owner. And if you believe in your Second Amendment rights, as I do, you've got to act on your Second Amendment responsibility to be competent and confident in your shooting ability. So start improving your shooting accuracy. Get Mantis X today. Go to their website. It's one word, MantisX, M-A-N-T-I-S-X dot com. And you're going to love it. You, your friends, your family, your kids, neighbors, you all have a blast. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter. The Burner, less lethal, pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.